Hi, and welcome to the Gamers in Crisis podcast, where gamers... And you're in crisis. I am your host, Josh, aka Hacked Comics on YouTube, or Javis underscore HC on TikTok. And with me is my co-host... Hannah, aka Hannah Solana on YouTube, and Hannah Solana underscore on Instagram. Today, we are going to be talking about a little bit of a more heavier topic, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be about everything that is going on with Activision and Blizzard. But before we get into that, Josh does have some gaming news that he would like to share, and then we will get on to the uh, heavier topic of today. So, yes. Sir Joshua, the floor is yours. This is the gaming in Cri- Gamers in Crisis podcast, and currently... The crisis is everything that's going on with Activision Blizzard. But <laughs> yes, before that, um, just some quick news stories. This happened a little bit ago, but uh, Valve um, announced the new Steam Deck that's coming out. That's their like newest console, which is kind of this handheld uh, console hybrid, similar to the Switch. It basically looks like a Switch, uh, but it can run AAA games, which is really nice and something the Switch can't do um but we're wait to see hold your pre-orders valve isn't always the best when it comes to upkeep with their consoles and their 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 hardware so give it a year i'd say wait a year see if people still if they're still updating it let other people decide if they want to buy it and then pick it up for anyone who may not know who valve is they are the minds behind half-life half-life 2 and what's it portal portal of uh, team fortress team fortress 2 they also Left run for dead yeah so they are the minds behind that if anyone forgot who they are so sorry yeah. okay and they also run steam like they're the ones mm-hmm. in charge um gabe you know gabe newman and, and whichever um also a couple games that are getting updates pokemon snap uh j- today just got like a big update with a few new locations and some new like tools um, pretty nice. I'm glad that game's getting support post-launch. Um, I feel like it needed it. Um, and it's free. Also, Animal Crossing got its like s- summer update, but Nintendo was like, hey, Animal Crossing's going to get a bigger update later. Uh, likely they were really impacted by the pandemic, which is why they haven't been able to put out as much updates to the game. So hopefully we'll get a nice sized content update in the future. Um, and lastly, is that Pokemon Unite has come out, and I've been playing that a lot. I've been really enjoying it. Um, I ha- if you like MOBAs and if you like Pokemon, you'll probably like the game. There is some controversy around the free-to-play model that they're using. We're thinking we might talk about that whole free-to-play, microtransactions, everything in another video. Um, so look forward to that. Um, but just know that some people are not happy about it. Uh, I am not pressed though. Um, but that's pretty much all the news, I guess, besides the big news. Yes. I did want to bring up one thing though, because I'm getting really excited for this now that I saw who's in it. 12 minutes, the new interactive video game. It says it's an interactive thriller about a man trapped in a time loop. And we actually talked about this game during our E3. Um, I kind of brought it up briefly. It's coming out August 19th. And who's in it? James McAvoy. Um, He was in the movie Split. He's also in some other things, but I mainly know him from Split. You have Daisy Ridley, Miss 
from oh. Star Wars itself. Yes. And yes. of course, the OG William Defoe. Mm. So I'm um, just like three great cast members, especially William Defoe, man. Like, mm. I really like Daisy Ridley in Star Wars. I thought the character sometimes wasn't the best written, particularly in like the later movies. But yeah. I really liked her. Like her performance was always uh, enjoyable. Yeah. If it was detached the actress from the from character, the, she'd be From one. the character. Yeah, I really like Daisy Ridley. I just, I don't know, the last movie just got me with her. I was just like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not... Wait, today isn't the time about Star Wars. Today's not a Star Wars day. It's not what we're talking about. Um, but I could go Star on a little Wars. rant about Star Wars at any minute. I'm always like on the needle's edge of going on a Star Wars tangent. Of course, the minute I hear someone say anything, I'm like, Star Wars? What? Star Wars? <laughs> anyway, today is not the time to nerd out about Star Wars. No, no, today no. is time to talk about Activision yeah. and Blizzard, and maybe a sprinkle of other companies. Uh, yeah, also I mean, been a little bit of Ubisoft, throw that in there. You know, uh, Gotta throw them under dash. the bus as well. Of course, and the bus has already been rolling, so yeah, the bus well has been moving. <laughs> yeah. And nobody's um, getting off of it. Struggle yeah. bus, front Nobody's getting off of it. No one's stopping the bus. People. Workers are like, please stop the bus. And everyone's like, no, we're going to keep going. They had yeah. that all day, 24 hour pass. But mm-hmm. first and foremost, let's just talk about who Activision is, Activision yeah. and Blizzard. So Activision is a uh, video gaming company, American video gaming company based in mm-hmm. Santa Monica, California. Um, they are consistent of several subsidiary studios, much like most video game companies mm-hmm. are. Yeah. And they are known for Call of Duty. That is their top franchise. Uh, most people know, you know, Treyarch is also involved in Call of Duty, but Activision, they do that. They also yeah. made Sekiro, Shadow Die Twice, Crash, Bandicoot. They made Sekiro. Um, okay, yeah, they didn't make it. They worked on yeah, Sekiro. Yeah, they worked on it because I know there was from, not from software, one of them. Yeah, from maybe, software, yeah. Yeah, Friend Software is the one who does like all the Souls likes, but I, yeah. I figure that they worked with them to make Sekiro. So they, they are a very big, well known company. Yeah. And then Blizzard is also an American video game company, also based in uh, Irvine, California. Mm-hmm. And they are known for Diablo 3, World of Warcraft, right? Yes, Overwatch, those mm-hmm. type of games. So two yeah. contenders who are really big in the gaming industry. Um, but this, uh, of course, is not heartbreaking for all of the workers who work mm-hmm. there. But for us fans, I, have, I, I just finished playing Call of Duty black ops cold war and then like two days after i posted that video this comes out and i'm like wow like goodness grief why why i I just don't understand why but today we're going to talk about the why and also share you know like i said what's going on our opinions on it maybe Mm. some things that we as consumers think could happen to try to fix this make better work environments and all that future stuff so josh i'm gonna let you have the floor to start off the conversation Trigger warning for those of you who are sensitive to topics around sexual violence, um, suicide, harassment. We will be getting into a lot of that in this podcast. Yeah, so this kind of all started, um, not, well, it didn't start there, but it started publicly with a lawsuit leveled by California against Activision Blizzard for sexual harassment and work in the workplace and just workplace harassment. Um, and discrimination practices. Uh, a, a very large lawsuit got very public, and quickly thousands of workers started tweeting, started like putting out messages, basically con- corroborating the lawsuit and sharing their own experiences, which were not great. Uh, we can't get into every experience, but like one of the the 
biggest ones that I saw and like the most like damning really well among others is a story of this one worker who had actually committed suicide on a work trip because she was being sexually harassed on the work trip by her supervisor and I feel really bad for the family of that worker I feel bad for everybody who's been like affected by Mm -hmm. everything that's been going on I was a fan of Blizzard for a while. I really liked mm-hmm. Overwatch. I played a lot of that. I haven't been a fan, not I haven't been a fan, but I've been playing the games recently. So when mm-hmm. all this news hit, I was kind of somewhat separate from it because I wasn't actively in the community anymore. It really sucks. Like this happened earlier this year with, mm-hmm. or these last couple of years with Ubisoft, where a lot came out about their workplace, very similar stuff, the workplace, sexual harassment, the discrimination between workers, like putting too much work on female colleagues while the male colleagues just messed around, played games, um, all this very similar situation. And what sucks about the Ubisoft stuff is like recently, like m- investigations have been conducted, basically confirming that nothing's changed, that it's all kind of still the same way. And now with all the Blizzard and Activision stuff, it's like, can we get actual change this time? You know, can we make this company not continue being just horrible to its workers um, or to its female workers and p- workers of color and such? And I just want to pop in and say, like, I cannot even imagine what the the uh, employee who took her own life, what she was feeling Mm-mm. leading up to that moment no. and feeling in that moment. Uh, my heart goes out to her and to her family because I couldn't even imagine just feeling so anxious, scared, and stressed. And like, she probably was trying to reach out for help and nobody was listening to her. And it was just gotten to that point where she could not bear it anymore. And you feel mm-hmm. like maybe you're, you're trapped and that you have nowhere else to go. Yeah. And it especially makes it even harder when that's your place of work. Like, at yeah. the end of the day, even if you love your job, we work to get money to be able to pay bills to be able to live Mm -hmm. and so when you're in a situation where it's like you know this is happening you're or not even this but if it's you know a job where your mental health is on the line and it's causing you to have physical ailments but then like you also can't leave because you don't have Mm -hmm. anything else lined up and bills don't care about how you feel they still want to be paid it's like what do you do who do you go to yeah like you might like like a lot of the workers who have been talking about this are like i like working at blizzard not because of the work environment, not because of the managers and the, the, everything that's going on. I like working here because I like the games we're producing. And I like working on these projects and I do like some of my colleagues. They don't necess- they don't want to just leave. They want to make it better. And that's like a mm-hmm. big part of this whole movement is trying to get the company to work better. But let's get in a little bit to like what has kind of been done since slash what workers are looking for. I do remember the thing I was going to say. To what you were saying about like this struggle to confront these topics, what makes this particularly heartbreaking or like frustrating, not to say that any assault, any discrimination, any sexual harassment isn't heartbreaking, but there is a particular power imbalance here where you as a worker do not have the same amount of power as your supervisor. So if your supervisor is someone who is invading your life, you have less ability to get rid of them than they do to stay, you know? Like, you Mm -hmm. could leave the company, but that's not really the ideal. You could tell another supervisor, but, like, 
if if your your supervisor might have more power than them like it it's there's a level of imbalance that doesn't exist and especially if your hr department just telling you that no that's not a problem maybe it's you mm-hmm. and there's not much you can do personally to fix it besides obviously going public with your story but then there's the fear of like oh what if there's retaliation by my managers by my bosses like you don't have the power necessarily to fix it and i know some people may think well why don't you just quit well that's a good a good question mm-hmm. not everyone has the power to yeah like i said people have bills to pay not a lot of people have like the savings to live off of and then given the current situation even though you know things are starting to open back up again or depending on where you are they, it is fully open it is not easy to just jump into a next job up like that mm-hmm. so and also it's not so much about you know, not everyone just wants to quit because they're not the only person going through it or they don't want anyone else to go through what they're going through. So they yeah. stay to try to mm-hmm. make a change. Yeah. Um, because like you said, people like their job. It's just that aspect of it, of course. So uh, it's not all about just cutting and leaving. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's a bigger thing that they're after instead of just uh, for their own self yeah. benefit. Um, but to what we we're saying the the things that have been done um you were you had something you were gonna say oh i was gonna talk about when they walked out yes mm-hmm. yes um wasn't there like the walk out a couple days ago they worked they walked out on my birthday actually which was yes. uh, like last week <laughs> july 29th yeah mr josh is 23 now thank you i got a new <laughs> gaming chair so all the listeners will be happy that uh, my chair doesn't squeak and i'm sure you will be happy to not edit it out <laughs> Oh, every five seconds he speaks. <laughs> I, I, I'm very sorry to put have put you okay. through that. Um, I haven't heard it squeak once, so hopefully that will not be nearly as much of an issue. Um, I was going to start calling you Ratatouille because all of the, the squeaking, I was like, you know, it's giving me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a big rat. <laughs> anyway, me, it's time for cheese. Anyway, sorry, we the can still topic like this. <laughs> yeah, the walkout. So, um, since it happened on your birthday, if yeah. you want to elaborate on that a little bit more for us. Well, yeah, basically, I think it was this San Francisco office. I'm not entirely sure which office. It actually might have been like around the country, but basically, I think the name was starting California. Yeah, California office. I'm pretty sure one of them. Uh, basically, workers at Activision Blizzard united, and a lot of them uh, walked out um, during like the workday. Not like after hours. They walked out. They weren't working. They put down their tasks, basically demanding a massive change to the company, particularly in the leadership, in how they run, like have an audit of the company by a third party um, to like find all the harassment that's taken place, removing discriminatory uh, hiring practices, uh, fixing the way they handle uh, salaries and pay, basically Hey, they're just saying, hey, Activision Blizzard, stop being a bunch of a uh, a bunch of jerks. You know, stop mm-hmm. doing this stuff that's horrible. Um, and Activision, we're like, we hear you, we see what you're saying. No, <laughs> that's not exactly how it went. Um, that's pretty much how it went. They're like, it, it's what's I think really frustrating. And I said this every time. Another thing that's really frustrating about this situation is that Activision Blizzard, like the leadership will send out like a message. Um, then we, and it all go and it goes public because someone's always sharing this because there's so many workers who are frustrated and sharing all the details. Um, and every internal document either reads as like very corporate speech or like very corporate, like, Oh, we hear you and we're making changes without confirming any changes or yeah, they just say it or, some it's them actively denying anything that was wrong. Like there's this one person who worked in HR who is like 
basically mad that this story went public, blaming people for misrepresenting the story. And then like, it, it just r- is really bad and not a good look. And it's made worse because immediately following that is like another company wide email that completely contradicts that one person. So it's like even Blizzard's internal like messaging can't get on message. Mm-hmm. It's all like contradicting each other and everyone's saying different things and everyone's throwing a different person under the bus and everyone's either wiping their hands free or saying, oh, maybe it was me, but you know, who, what company isn't like this? And you're like, that's not a good excuse, first of all. If you're trying to say every company acts this way, you're basically saying, yeah, we all need a change, so why bother? Like, it's... It's not a good message. It's yeah, that's it's not, not something you say. Like no, it's the quiet part. You keep it. You keep inside your head. You know, like just because everyone does something doesn't mean that it's okay or right to do. And also, the fact that they're going to deny it when like hundreds of employees walk out is like yeah. So all yeah. Of the people outside have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Not a single person. Okay. And then two, can you imagine how embarrassing that is? as a company to like you're like walking down the office one day or like you know you step away you look outside you see everyone that <laughs> all of your employees outside mm-hmm. like the, the sheer embarrassment yeah. that they should have felt alone especially of course in the digital age this is going to go on social media should instantly spark them mm-hmm. to want to fix it not sit there and play the blame game like nobody just saw what just happened yeah there has been like some change some things have happened Importantly, yes. a couple of days ago, Jay Allen Brack, who was the president, president. of Blizzard, yes, mm-hmm. stepped down. And now Gene or Jen O'Neill and Mike Yabara are like stepping up and they're taking over as like co-leaders of Blizzard, um, which is already slightly better because obviously Jen O'Neill is a woman. So in theory, she'd be better at handling these kind of topics and subjects. And this is kind of what she worked in beforehand was around like this this subject she worked at overwatch and a few of the games that from what i can tell were not as bad as other game groups like uh world of warcraft Mm -hmm. um so though i I, it's it's still blizzard it still would have been affected by all of the, the stuff anyway so like it is slightly better leadership that's going in but at the same time i don't really know much about these people i know of them about as much as i knew about the previous person and that wasn't much i don't work at blizzard so I, I can't really speak on their character. They also hired a company, a like a law firm to go and look into, do the audit. You know, like they were, they were yeah. walking, they wanted someone, wanted an audit of the company done and they did hire people. It's not the best because the company that they hired was the law firm Wilmer Hales. So basically Activision Blizzard hired the law firm Wilmer Hales um, to do the audit of the company. Uh, the issue it being is that this is the same law firm that uh, Amazon has hired to do to basically union bust their company and prevent um, the workers unionizing. So this law firm is has a history of being on the side of big business and being on the corporate side, not being on the workers' side. Um, and they already had existing ties with the leadership of blizzard so this isn't that uh independent third party uh law firm that the workers were asking for this is a law firm that is most likely going to be 
working with Blizzard themselves, not with the workers. So there's fear that this company isn't really going to do the job right. And the worker, like the ABK, which ABK Workers Alliance, which is the group that is like getting all the workers of Blizzard together and Activision together for this, um, are basically rejecting that decision or saying, hey, that was not what we asked for. That's not what we want. Um, you also aren't doing any of the other things we're asking for. Besides, obviously, Blizzard's president stepping down, like no other real change is being t- being like made to the system. The workers are still not happy and they are planning more walkouts and more events in the future. And that's actually what I was what I was thinking about earlier, too. I'm like, OK, he stepped down, but the, like, yeah. It feels more like wiping my hands free, you know? Yeah, like, is I guess it's like justice being served, but like, is that really affecting him morally? Yeah. Like, okay, he stepped down, but does he understand the scope of the situation and how wrong all of Mm. this is and how everything was just brushed under the rug? Or is it just like, hey, the spotlight's on me. The spotlight on me isn't good right now. I need to step down to like, because that's what I should do. Or like, was it... You know, like, was he forced out? Did he choose to do it? Like, kind of. I have a feeling it was, it's like a combination. It's a, he probably didn't want to step down, but, you know, he had to. He, like, in this situation, like, the first thing that often happens, when a situation like this is handled, mishandled corporately, often the most, like, visible head that isn't the head head. So, this wasn't the president of Activision Blizzard. This was the president of Blizzard specifically who stepped down so it's not even like it's the head honcho it was it was just one of the heads who stepped down um and is now being replaced um which isn't to say like this is a this is a i would say of of the things that happened that's probably one of the best things that happened was that he stepped down but it's also very like this always happens anytime something like this happens someone's stepping down um, and that he's not the only one who stepped down. There's a few other heads who have have left and been replaced. But in the grand scheme of any kind of corporation, they could just put anyone in there. So, like, that's not going to guarantee fix. It's not like, oh, he stepped down. Problem solved. That's not how that works. A lot of stuff has to go into making reparations and, and repairing this. And there's only so much we as fans can do to like help this besides obviously supporting the workers exactly and plus it's just like accountability needs to be had Mm -hmm. i feel like that's step one like outside of just fixing the issue um often people besides you know a resolution is accountability and admit that you were wrong and you know even if they take accountability and they apologize which all of these apologies are so terrible uh, the, literally all the apologies are horrible yeah. none of them even like acknowledge like the worst of the situation they're just like oh this is horrible i didn't know this was happening i'm sorry but it is also happening other places but changes are being made but you know how much can we really change but you know we're making changes like that's like every apology pretty much in a nutshell i didn't see it and, but it was happening and then they're like oh this isn't how things here are supposed to go well clearly it is because y'all yeah. letting it happen yeah, like so if who's that's really the, upholding the standard of the company if all of this yeah. is happening? No one. The it's happening to a lot of people. Yeah, it's, it's so frustrating because they're acting as if this was some accident and a few bad apples, something that wasn't intended, when it was literally designed to work this way. The people in charge designed it so that it could work this way. Like, that's just how it kind of is. The people... And like, it's been going on for years. And it's been going on for years. It's been going on for so long. 
like but this isn't us is like well, who yeah. who are you then because yeah there's like I an ato- i don't see it yeah there's like a notorious moment in like years ago i think in 2013 where this woman at a q a with the blizzards um the developers for world of warcraft comes up and is like hey could we get less feet like sexualized female characters in world of warcraft like could we get more characters that aren't sexualized because they all are and they basically laughed her off the stage and it's it kind of shows you like how long this mentality has been like involved in the decision makings and that was before like the merger of activision and blizzard um and there's a few other instances of stuff like this. There's also this one, like the first step you could take, hey, Blizzard, the first step you could take to fixing this, get rid of the really well-known predators on your team. Because there's a lot of, pe- there's a few people in like the upper echelons of Blizzard's like corporation who are well-known for being horrible. And they are, like they haven't gotten rid of them yet. And it's like, those are this, that person, I don't know them by name, um, but there's a few people that are like very, like a lot has come out about them, but they're still working for the company while other people have stepped down. And that's like the whole thing is like with stepping down, that's not the, that's not the only solution. Cause now you have, you can't just step down. You also have to hot fire the people who aren't going to leave on their own. It's just like a minimal resolve, mm-hmm. low effort resolve, just because they're, uh, the spotlight is on them. And Mm -hmm. I'm actually, I'm very happy that those workers are doing all of this because, you know, you go to work to do your job Mm -hmm. and go home. You don't go to work to have to put up with this. Like, it it makes no absolute sense. And they they were saying, too, like, they give, like, a frat boy culture. Yeah, they called it frat boy culture. It's like, for what? You are grown individuals. This is your career. This is how you make money you are working for a company that has a very big name why are we acting like this like i don't understand why well again it has to do with just having the wrong you know those wrong people terrible people that work for the company wrong people in the in the wrong places yeah like why are you acting like this that makes absolutely no sense to me yeah and and to like speaking on like the what they referring to as like frat boy culture there a lot of it was like cube crawling cubicle crawling which is when you Basically go from one desk to the next desk, hitting on every woman until you get one who's going to sleep with you and stuff like that. Getting male workers basically not doing their job and putting their work onto female co-workers and forcing them to do all the work and not paying them for it, you know, or any better while they just play games, stuff like that. And it's like, this is like very like sexist stuff, really, really just not good. Um mm-hmm. And it's 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 really disheartening to see. And the the biggest issue I find is that this is not. I, I feel like I keep saying this. This is the biggest issue, but it's all a big issue. Um, anyway, this is not just a Activision Blizzard thing. This is the thing that's been kind of going on in the gaming industry for a while, and isn't super talked about. Um, and we act as if the gaming has gone way past a lot of the sexism, but like sexism didn't suddenly disappear. This is still a big issue that we need to continually address and work on. Um, and th- as like someone who is a gamer who buys games, there is but isn't involved in the industry. There's only so much you can do to like counteract this stuff. Mm-hmm. For some people like us who make like videos on games and like yeah. make like pot like have this podcast, 
things mm-hmm. we can do is like not talk about the games that are coming out after or not or bring up this like have this discussion even if it is tricky yeah, it like bring more awareness bring yeah. awareness to the situation and as individual gamers if you if you don't want these companies continue behaving the way they did exactly. like some of the best thing you can do is just not financially support them you know don't play at their the games end of the day, they put out these games to make a profit, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to sit here and ignore that. Yes, yeah. there is art behind it. It is a craft, but yeah, love and craft and, you know, free spirit doesn't pay the bills. So, yeah. this is here for profits. As a consumer, mm-hmm. don't give them any profit. Just yeah, stop don't give them. Like, they'll, the place they're going to hear the most is not in the press, is not in their workers even. They're going to hear it in their profit margins. That's where they will notice what's happening that bank account going to talk and the bank account is going to talk when that when their company starts to redline they're going to be like oh maybe we should do something about this um and don't just believe the media you know like there's so many like for to take amazon as another example there's so many amazon commercials that are like oh the working conditions are amazing everything's great people love working here all the time and if you listen to like any of the workers, they're like, stop. No, it's horrible. Don't do this. And yes, that's what you like kind of have to trucks. do with this is like, don't just listen to the Overwatch trailers that come out or even some of the people who are influencers that they like get to talk about the games. You have to listen to the actual workers. Keep listening to the people who are involved in the situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some I, other solutions that you yeah. think... Uh, you know, from a consumer point of view, that Blizzard could start to implement to help fix this problem and mitigate any other future problems like this. What well, what we think they could do? Yeah, solutions. Well, I think well for one, everything that the co- the workers have said, I think all of that is valid. Like fix your yeah. hiring practices, fix your wages, do an audit of the company, but a good audit, not like whatever they're doing now. I would say things that they could do to help rectify this. Well, obviously fire the people that are bad, you know, get them mm-hmm. out. First of all, take, listen to all the social media posts, like hire someone to go through every social post that has been made about this situation. Exactly. See who they are indicting. Cause there's probably a lot of reoccurring names in that and then investigate those people. That's part of the audit to run on the company, but make sure you're not just looking at company files. Look at, look at everything that's coming out. Well, after you do all of that, like you said, pay people, you pay people, <laughs> um, make sure and nice. just, Overall, make sure that it is a fit, like truly, and people Mm. really make this to be so much harder than it actually is. Just have a truly, like an equal and fair and calm workplace. Now, when I say calm, I don't don't mean as soon as you walk in, it's going to be complete zen and bliss. Work gets stressful at times. Meditation room over here. (laughs) Yeah, like no one's expecting that. But I mean, don't have unnecessary stress and don't have workers who do things like that who put stress on other people because yeah. that's not fair to them they are there to do their work and go home to their family or to the cat like whatever yeah. it is that they have yeah overall haul your hr department for sure yeah have a better hr i wonder if you could and i don't know how this would work because to a degree i can see how this would immediately get abused but if you could hire if you could improve hr because like the cubicle crawling a way of mm-hmm. resolving that could be having somebody who's from hr who is just kind of the supervisor of the space, someone who's, whose whole purpose is to keep an eye out for that behavior. You know, stop the cube crawling. They could, if they see a couple guys kind of ganging up on somebody, they could walk over and be like, hey, everything cool? But like, 
kind of defuse the situation, but I can immediately see how that could also be kind of be viewed as like over like micromanaging and over overreaching and overstepping. So I don't think that's like the best solution, but But what could mitigate both of that is having the higher-ups or the people in charge listen to their workers. Yeah, get listen to the people who are like involved in the situation. Don't be because like, "Oh, well, Mike and Joe from uh from this division said that that's not true." Listen to the person who's actually involved, you know? And actually go do something about it. That's yeah. <laughs> a future step. If someone says, hey, this person is cute crawling, you go get up and talk to the person who they said is cute crawling and you find a way to fix the situation. Yeah. You and don't you just wa- sit there you, and ignore them. You can <laughs> you watch them. You know, you put your eyes on them. Never mind. Um, <laughs> make sure they just make sure they're not doing that. Yeah, I, I hear you. Overhauling, yeah, really overhauling HR, I think, is one of the big things they got to do. Because from what I can tell, like all the things I've said, heard, and even list, hearing like the internal doc, like internal messaging that's coming out of their HR department, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like they have a good one. It seems mm-hmm. really bad. Everyone's out really disconnected from the situation or in very denial mode. It just, it's not good. I think this could go for any company, really. Any modern company needs a much better HR department than they have. And half the time, the people in HR don't want to be there. It's a thing within the industry, within any industry, that HR is kind of a stepping ground, a place Mm -hmm. you can enter a company at and then progress past that point where it should be its own place in its own right, somewhere that you'd want to be a part of, you know? And you and I have both worked at places where HR is non-existent. Yeah. And that extra stress that is added to you is crazy mm-hmm. because... You kind of just have to resolve things yourself or just immediately go to the boss. And, but then, like you said, when it's that power, if the person is above you, mm-hmm. and, you know, what, who, who's the boss going to believe? They're going to believe the person that's above you. Yeah. So, most likely. For everyone at Activision and Blizzard, please keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, because workers, I hope you all keep keep up the good work. Like continue hosting these walkouts, planning more things. They've, they put out a list of things that other things are planning to do, like having um, outside of work, kind of basically group therapy, like a bunch of different forms of this, but ways for people to get in contact with each other outside of their, out of Activision Blizzard's like view and their normal networks forming like a coalition. Yeah, make them hear you. Companies who threaten to fire employees because they step up against them, even if they have a really good case, they suck. You know, thrown in the trash. Something I just looked up because I wasn't sure. There is no, like, game developers union. So there is a group called Game Workers Unite, which I only just learned about by Googling game developers union. So I'm not fully versed on this company, but effectively they are working to create a union for video game developers. And without knowing much about that, this, this specific group and their specific goals... I do think having a union for game developers mm-hmm. is one of the best things that we could do to so- help resolve this situation. And th- this also all kind of goes in with like crunch time and, and just the general toxic work environment of being a game developer in general that is becoming coming more into light recently. Um, it just, yeah, I think it's, it's about time that they're, that they unionized. I think I've, I've kind of said all my points do you have yeah, anything else? Likewise. Yeah, we just wanted to have like a mm-hmm. uh this, since this is a heavier topic and of course we are, don't actually work in the gaming industry. No. We don't want to step on any toes, but we did want to share our thoughts and feelings and mm-hmm. 
pour out our hearts and concern to those workers um, because we are consumers. So yeah. even though we're not directly affected, our choice, we have a choice in this, how we want to go about being consumers of Activision Blizzard. Yeah. And if you want to know more, literally look to like the mountain of tweets coming from Activision Blizzard workers uh, just talking about the situation. Like there's so many people cooperating Mm -hmm. the story. And we just decided to have like a casual conversation. We could have went like really in deep about this, but if you have Twitter, just go in the search bar and type Blizzard or if not Google and Mm -hmm. um, it'll, you will see everything that is going on. But yeah. yeah. So in terms of the topic, that is that for that. Typically at the end, we like to say what we're playing. I am just doing Sims right now. I'm waiting for 12 minutes to come out. So mm. I've been on my speed build time. When's Sims 4 coming out? Huh? Sims you mean 4. Sims 5? You mean five. Sims 5? 5. So we're playing Sims 4 now. <laughs> right. I'm still in Sims 3. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, Honestly, I feel like they are not ready to move on to Sims 5 as there are... Sims 4 has been out for so long and there are still basic things that we are just getting now. So what you been playing, Josh? Really, I talked about Pokemon Unite earlier. I've been playing a lot of that. I've been maining Lucario, um, though I do like to switch between Slowbro, Ninetales sometimes, and I wanted to get back into Talonflame. They just buffed Talonflame, so I want to play that some more. I did play a little bit of Red Dead. I enjoyed it, but I don't know. I don't find the online super investing, and I don't mm-hmm. want to play the whole game right now. Um, no, that's that, a big that was investment. a long... That is a long <laughs> game. It was, re- it was great. But it, it's Fantastic. a lot. I, I've been playing a bit of Monster Hunter as well, uh, like I have been doing. But overall, Pokemon Unite is the game I pick up most frequently. Watching a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh, actually. I've been watching so much Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. and I don't know why I'm <laughs> corrupting my brain like this. <laughs> I used to really watch that when I was little. It makes a lot more sense when you're a child. But if you just turn <laughs> off and you let it wash over you, it's fine. Watched Castlevania. That's a really good show I just watched recently. I, Hannah, you should watch Castlevania. I think you'd really like it. It's on my, the list of anime that I have to get through. And it just stares me in the face as I casually start something new. Like I don't have 50 other shows to watch. It's only four seasons long. And the episode, the episodes are, are under half an hour. Binging, uh, you can binge the season in like less than a week if you really wanted to. I think I binged it in a week and a half. And me and my, old roommates <laughs> cry um sad oh, i just moved back college. home if for those who are wondering if Post you college. we we watch like our last week together we watched like the first season in a week or the first two seasons in a week so it's it's not hard exactly this is the gamers in crisis podcast and currently the gamers are in a crisis so all of our social media links will be in the show notes and please do some more research research on this if you want to, just so that you're in the know as a consumer um, so that you can see what's going on. And yeah, thank you so much for listening and we will see you in our next episode. See you next episode. You usually say stay in crisis gamers. Anyway, bye. <laughs> no, you usually say stay in crisis. <sighs> stay in crisis gamers. Stay in crisis gamers.